Hey guys, it's your host Wes Everett. How you guys doing out there? Y'all happy? Y'all enjoying the mosh pit? You enjoying our other podcast, the Rock Mart podcast? We thank you, thank you, thank you so much for enjoying and listening and sharing and everything that you've done. I wanted to come in here real quick and say, hey, if you enjoy these, go to our Patreon. You should totally check out our Patreon because we do some really fun stuff over there and we're going to start doing more fun stuff this year and you guys are absolutely going to enjoy it. It's a hell of a deal for five bucks a month. You get uncut interviews, you get unedited pictures, you get all sorts of cool, goofy stuff. So go over there, it's patreon.com and just search the mosh pit. We're there, you'll find us. So I'm coming into you today to let you know that this is a shorter version of No Offenses interview. We got some really cool information, really fun talking to these guys. It's a yeah, they're a band, hardcore punk band from Lafayette, Georgia, or Lafayette, however you want to say it. And this interview went really long, so I'm cutting it up and I'm getting the first part some really cool information and a really good show it's coming in today tonight right now with some music and the uncut unedited version is going to be all for you over on patreon it's five bucks a month it's a hell of a deal for what all you get and for five dollars a month you get uncut unedited all the stuff that i said at the very beginning of this i'm not going to repeat it again but Support local, support your local streamers, your podcasts, your musicians, all those guys, artists, everything. That's enough of my rambling. That was two minutes of just letting you know what was going on. And now into that beautiful intro that you all know and love. Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I've got no offense in studio with me today. Guys, say hello. Howdy. Uh, I'm Caleb. I'm, I'm the drummer. I've uh, been the drummer since 2012, since the band's incarnation. And uh, I just like to drum, <laughs> basically. <laughs> My name is uh, Drew Carter, and I am the lead guitarist and vocalist, and uh, uh, yeah, and uh, I like to play guitar. <laughs> and uh, we would have our friend Justin with us right now. Uh, he's he's our bassist. He's actually our new bassist. Oh. And uh, he's a fucking killer dude. He also plays in the band Field Hockey. You know, give our yep. friends a shout out in Chattanooga. <laughs> he's, he's also in another band called Piranha Katana as well. <laughs> they got a show coming out December 17th. But uh, we did bring our friend Ladaryl Ransom. He is you. artist, painter, all around wasteland dude. And he's an all around cool dude. And uh, just being here in Rockmart, you know, we tra- being just an hour and a half away, it's just like, it's crazy just to be, you know, even be doing a podcast right now. Well, man, we're, uh, Happy to have you guys on. We're glad you came on. Glad you made the drive down here because, like I said, I'm trying to get more in-studio interviews because virtual, I'm just, I'm done with virtual. After 2020, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Um, dude, you'll have to go upstairs and check out the uh, studio. My girl's got an art studio upstairs. So. Nice. I, I peeped that on the way in. Yeah, I'll have to let you take a full tour of it. I'll give you guys a tour when we get done with the interview. Um, so you guys got new song. You want to tell us about that? Well, the song's called Valley, and uh, I've, like, really struggled with, like, some mental health issues in my life, and that song's is about being locked in the mental hospital against my will. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. the mental hospital is known as Valley. Yeah, Valley Mental Health and Parkridge Valley in the mental hospital in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, wow. it, it's not even necessarily a new song. It, it's a, when did we write that one? 2017. It's been a minute. It's but, been like a long time, but we never had it recorded. Yeah, now it's officially recorded. Yeah, and we recorded it about seven months ago. We finally went to the studio and recorded all of our old songs. Um, but uh, uh, we were releasing them on the first, and we just gave a sneak peek, like a little teaser out of what's to be on the new EP. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Hope you guys like it. Yeah, we can't wait to play it. Um, new EP drops January 1st. Are there any other songs on there that you guys are excited to drop after this one? Oh, yeah. The, they're all old songs that we wrote back when we were like in high school, basically. <laughs> so um, we got one. You know, We're actually a pro-marijuana band. That's okay to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we are advocates for it. We do believe that people should have the right to medicate however they feel they need to. And I feel like marijuana is one of those things. And that we wrote a song about that that's kind of like about people that just have a tough time, stressed out. Even in normal life, they need something to kind of just just get loose at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it'll take your mind off everything. Um, no, we're not, a, we're not against weed, period. I mean, it's, dude, it's, it's a God-given plant yeah <laughs> so you know being in the bible belt it's funny because like you know nothing against christians necessarily but just like when they argue against marijuana and stuff it's just like you can look in genesis and it says hey you know god gave man every fruit uh, bearing plant and seed or plant when seed and they can use it mm -hmm. you know, for their will i've always been one of those i always thought alcohol was worse than weed anyway I'd much rather be around a stoner than a drunk. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> I've had my troubles with alcohol in the past too, so like it's it's okay, you know. It's it's not for everybody. I'm I'm slowly getting getting off of drinking stuff because I don't like drinking. It's just not good. No. That's good, man. Congrats and good Thank luck. You. I know that's a that's a tough road, dude. That's a tough road. <laughs> So Chattanooga, what's the uh, music scene like up there right now? It's wild. Um, there's a lot of local, like, like, like the, the local music scene in Chattanooga is thriving, and um, people, I hear people say, does, does does Chattanooga even have a punk scene? And they do. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they and they really, really do, and. Like it's just a matter of being involved in the community and knowing what's going out there. You know, like you can go shows at Cherry Street, JJ's. There's like a shit ton of venues right now where they're all everybody's trying to collaborate and, and put stuff out there. And I feel like everybody's trying to do the same thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really killer bands out there. Not not even just like punk bands in general but just the whole music scene in general it's it's nice to see what's come because for a minute there you know uh for a minute there is just like i i didn't see too much going on but maybe that's just because of me my per, my perspective well, i don't think anyone did because of like covid and stuff yeah and everything like sort of like back down and then people are like it's music Started. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there, there like, are some shows here or there, you know, there are some shows here or there at like Ziggy's in downtown, there would be like the occasional ones at JJ's, but at, at the most, there were not any anything going well, on. Well, even, even like JJ's was just serving beer for, just to say, just to keep their doors open for this so that they wouldn't have to like, um, shut their yeah. place down, you know. People would come in and drink for a few minutes, and then it got to the point where you couldn't even do that. Yeah, that's how bad it got. Yeah. Just for venues, and it sucks. Even uh, the venue Songbirds, which was like a guitar museum up yeah. there, it closed down. But the good news is, we actually heard that it reopened recently. Nice. So, like people that like going to Songbirds and seeing the, the guitars and stuff, they can go start doing that again. You know. Yeah. Cause I've been nice. to it and, see, and seeing all that guitar history is actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's like r really rare stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've um, it's been a while since I've been up that way, but um, when I was in, what was that? I was in uh, Johnson City. No, 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 no. We actually went to Memphis yeah. for an for a uh, for work, and we did the Blues Museum. Dude, that was so good down there on Bill Street. Mm -hmm. Man, that was so cool. But uh, yeah, Chattanooga's got a good spot too. Just have, have you been to any of the venues at uh, Chattanooga, like JJ's or anything like that? It's been a while. Been a 
It's been a while. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, some venues have changed. There was one back back when we were kids when we were first starting out called the Warehouse, and mm-hmm. it, it, it got shut down due to what what happened again. Uh, they they shared like it was like a three. It was like a three, like like a three, like like three companies shared the same address, hmm. and like it was like the center complex was an art gallery, and the one on the left was this place called Club Fathom, and a lot of like people would go there, and it was like supposed to be like a safer club. Yeah. And and then the other side was the warehouse, and they had like a full on like music venue. They didn't sell alcohol or anything, which was one of their gimmicks. Cause like. Because, like, you know, that's what got people to come yeah. a little bit more because they felt a little safer because people weren't out there getting fucking wasted, you know. And uh, some parents would feel feel good to let their kids go out there. Yeah, a lot of the straight-edge crowd was there, too. Yeah, and it was just a really, really good atmosphere. Yeah. And then they would look, they would rent out the big room and bring bigger acts. Yeah, so like motionless, see. like metalcore bands, like motionless. And I got to see the chariot rise, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, a whole bunch of really cool bands. I got to play, I got to play there, it was pretty cool, but... They would they, they they offered like a whole another like atmosphere level of like I think Under Oath played there mm-hmm. like oh wow like Hawk Nelson Emery they they had this huge like wall filled with all the drum heads from all those bands yeah. that got broken oh. and they would just put a new drum head and have them all sign it and write their band name on it yep and there was just like a wall like. Like forty by seventy foot wall, just like <laughs> drum filled heads. with drum heads of like legendary like like bands you 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 wouldn't have expected to even walk these paths. Like it's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's one. That's one thing I don't have a large collection of drum heads. I got one, and that's uh, one of the bands that I was working with for a while. They ended up uh, disbanding on my birthday a couple of years back. But it was a mutual split. They all wanted to go do different ventures, so. Yeah. So I look at it like I'm not losing a band. I'm gaining like three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. So. Yeah, you got to see the silver lining and everything, right? When That's right. When split, they all had solo careers. But, yeah, yeah, they're all like, relatively yeah. successful. Yeah, yeah, they're all like really dope, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I don't worry so much anymore when bands break up. Because I'm like, okay, well, it's just the next chapter in their story. You know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you guys? Where are you guys headed after here? What's uh, what's on the game plan? I think we're getting lunch. Yeah. I think we're gonna get lunch. <laughs> we just had breakfast, but we took over some more lunch. Is there any good places around? There actually is. There's a uh, barbecue place right next door. Oh, yeah. If y'all like barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't get a percentage, but I do send every one of my bands over there because it's walking distance. <laughs> yeah. They got a great pulled pork. Chattanooga actually has some pretty killer food up there, too. Oh, yeah. Um, there's Pickle Barrel's my favorite place, mm-hmm. actually. They have the best burger in the world. It's a, it's, it's a burger with uh, lettuce, tomato, Bacon, and then cream cheese and pepper jam or jelly. It, it's jam. jam. They make it. They, well, I'm not gonna say how they make it because I know how they make it. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, I also work there. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I don't know if they like me sharing how they do it. No. But, Giving away the recipe. It's, it's, it's a secret. It's a secret. But uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good burger. You know, I'm like I'm I'm kind of like it because I'm like around it every day. I'm putting that shit on everything. Yeah. Sponge boy, me ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that pepper it's jam je- on. It's gel. like it's like jellyfish jelly, man. Yeah, I'm putting it on wraps, on, <laughs> on deep fried cheese, like like I'm putting that shit on everything and anything. I- Funeral for two. The Curse of the Lord.
I want to see you tonight. Can. <laughs> I'm just taking spoonfuls. Nice. Yeah. That's a way to do it right there. <laughs> but, um, do, um, as far as, like, Rock Mart, has, are there any, like, uh, venues down here? No, we're it. Really? We're it. Oh, wow. Actually, that's kind of a lie. Um, <laughs> we do a couple of festivals during like summer, and oh, actually, we did one a couple of weeks ago back in November. Um, that's going to take place of the summer festival. We're going to do like a winter festival after Thanksgiving now, and they're going to book bands for it, so that's cool. Um, are you going to need? Are you going to be in charge of the booking? I hope so. I better be. Well, I know the I know the future plans is we're supposed to be building an amphitheater. They've got the parking lot done, so hopefully within the next year. Yeah. I might be. Do I? That's right. That's right. They got the parking lot, and hopefully we'll get the actual amphitheater part done within at least the next two years um they're still doing site surveys because of where it is it's like historic so you know you have to go through all the legal red tape and there's a barn that they have to tear down but they can't because it's historic so they're so they're working with the city to um what they're going to do is they're going to take when they tear the barn down they're going to disassemble it And they're going to use it for different things around town, like new park benches and, uh, you know, re- you reuse the wood and stuff, okay. which I've is cool. Make tables different things like mm-hmm. that. Oh, have you seen where the people find the old log cabins and they'll, like, catalog, and they put stamps in them all the way down the, yeah, that's... the, the, the logs and then they'll take them back and rebuild them somewhere else. That's and cool. And disassemble them and, like, like, so that could be repurposed at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That is that, yeah, that yeah. actually a really cool, cool idea to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like, how how old is that barn exactly? Uh, probably, probably around the time General Sherman marched through and burned Atlanta to the ground. Okay. Somewhere <laughs> in there. It's all the shit, in other words. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's probably not that old, but close enough. Okay. So. Uh, I don't know. I think they consider anything before 1950 historic. This building is actually built in 1920, so we're right there. Right there. <laughs> Got some history to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's really cool. I like what our town is doing. I just hope they don't stop. Yeah. You know, and get so close and then just go. Well, never mind. Yeah, I, we know that because we come. <laughs> We come from Lafayette originally, Lafayette, Georgia, uh-huh. a.k.a. laugh at it because, you know. A town where they think it's okay to let a building collapse and just let it sit there. Yeah. For. It's historic rubble. For nine Yeah, it was a historic months. building, too. Like, it was an old building, and now it's just a big old hole. It looks it's like a big a, hole in the wall, Yeah, it looks dude. like a big old like, hole where it's it an eyesore. Oh wow! Like and they had to like they had this great music festival every year called the Honey Festival, and they had to totally switch the location because they were worried about about it affecting the like the look of the town. Yeah, take charge and fix shit. Yeah, and like you know we're from that, and you know we would like to make an impact on Lafayette, but. I think we've kind of moved past that now because now we play in Chattanooga primarily and stuff like that. And then there's nothing wrong with you know Lafayette. It's just like it's got its it's got its problems like any town. Yeah. 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 When you're from a place, you see you see the potential, but you also see it's been like this for years. Yeah. 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 It makes you think. Why would anyone at the same time people are like. Like, but a lot of small towns are like that. It's because it's the just older like people, 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 people don't really want to change, you know. And that's why you see like, like places like, 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 like bigger cities like be so like diverse because like, because people are more like I don't know like, just di- they're more open minded yeah, towards yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? they're, they're open towards change and th- stuff like that. And we'd like to see a little change come to Lafayette. And you know, there's been some. 
stuff happened, but nothing major, you know, nothing to no. progress it or anything like that. Yeah, and that's, you know, we're working on one thing here that I'm I'm really behind because I'm, I think it would be good for the city. Yeah. And they're talking about doing an open container. Oh, but yeah, so you guys are a dry county? Pretty much. Really? Yeah, well, like, here, here's my thing. Like, like, there's nothing wrong with drinking mm-hmm. at all to a point. And if you can manage to be safe and mm-hmm. have, a, have, like, a, a driver. Or one of the cool things about being in the city is... But don't like like drink and drive or anything. But like if you have like more, if you're able to sell alcohol in your restaurants and stuff, not only is it going to provide more income for the community, it's going to draw more people in mm-hmm. because people don't like drinking at home. Yep. Some people do. Some people like to be able to go to the liquor store and and get get something way cheaper and just bring it home and have a good time. But like there's some people that like the atmosphere of going out and having a drink. Yeah. And and I th- I think that's what a lot of people do it for, and uh, it's sometimes it's nice to have some beer with your pizza, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. or wings, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah exactly. You should be able you should be able to have a have a not uh, at least a beer when you're sitting down and yeah. eating a full meal when you're gonna balance it out. You probably haven't be able to like drive home after 30 minutes you know you know, you know no. if this was still like pre-2004 like when they still about smoking in restaurants mm-hmm. uh let's say that let's say if smoking had never quit you know in restaurants what if they had ever allowed like say marijuana to become legal smoke marijuana in, the, in a bar or something like that well there are bars and in legal like states, yeah. Legal yeah. States. But, like, but yeah, it's not something that would. But be it's it's designated for that bar, though. It's not like yeah. It's not like it's a a bar that everyone can go to, and you could smoke a cigarette, or also someone being around the corner smoking a joint. Well, I remember or having a drink. I remember just like like two years ago, until the, in the pickle barrel, until two years ago, you could you could smoke in there. Yeah, and then and there's other there's the well. well well, well, like, like, it, but in Hair the Dog in downtown, you can smoke in there still. You can smoke in Ziggy's. You can smoke in JJ's. So why pickle Um, when uh, they if they said something about leasing information that the owners of the building requested mm-hmm. that there was a change, mm-hmm. something about insurance property policies or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The full well, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just like. Like it, it's still their choice at the end of the day. You know, I, would, I, I would say it's not. I, I'm. I, I smoke cigarettes and I vape. I don't smoke cigarettes all the time because it really hurts my lungs. Yeah. But but it's really if you're not smoking cigarettes and you're trying not to smoke and you have a smoking problem when you're trying to get a meal, it's kind of nice to not have to smell <laughs> cigarettes while yeah. you're trying to eat your hot wings. You know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not a smoker, and just just one of those habits I never picked up. So well, that's a good thing. <laughs> I like this stuff. I like the the the, the cherry lemonade king vapes. Yeah. And if they could have a rat man, I would be it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, get your gang vapes here. <laughs> yeah, get them now. Drewski sells out to tobacco companies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we want to do a lot of things around town and um, really restore because where we are right here, we're on the edge of Historic Rock Mart, mm-hmm. and you got the one-way street down Main Street right there, Marble, and um, we just want to bring a lot of stuff back to there, and that's what we're working on, and this podcast is sort of helping that. So, because yeah. it's funny, I'll bring uh, you know I'll bring bands from like Rome or Cartersville when they come in here. I normally give them a tour of the town if it's not raining or whatever and they have time. And um, they'll get to the one-way street and they're like, oh, my God, this is this is beautiful. It's like, we never even knew about this. we got photographers that have come down and go, dude, I could make a killing just taking pictures right here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Picture so. says a thousand words. <laughs> exactly. That's what, I, that's what I knew. 
So it, it's funny. It's it's crazy that you know Rome to Rock Mart. I mean, we're thirty minutes away, but we've got a small version of Broad Street right there. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You know, I was looking when we were driving through. I was like, this eerily kind of looks like Broad Street. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it could be, it could be as big as Broad Street, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So. You know, as far as venues go there, there's like Schroeder's Deli. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to a few shows there, and um, there's always some good punk music from out of town. Like, uh, there's been some bands from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, there's actually a band we know that we're good friends with called Ghost Come Prophets, and mm -hmm. they're, re they're really cool cats, and uh, they've been doing music since 99. Oh, wow. Maybe before that, I think. I'm probably getting it wrong. I'm sorry, Justin, <laughs> but... Uh, it had to be before '99. I'm just saying. He's, I, I, he's been I'm shooting since he was like. He's yeah. Like since the beginning of time. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he, he's the. I shit. remember. I remember he had court recordings and stuff from like '90. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm just saying a number because I'm I'm getting my shit wrong. And and they've. I can admit it. I can admit it. They. Well, they've they've had a long time to progress and like figure out like what. what yeah. Yeah, and they've they've been doing it for a minute. They play in like a lot of cut time. Yeah. The, and it's incredible, like, cause like not a lot of people can play in cut time. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't well, say that. Not, well, not a lot of people can, like, pull it off and, like, well, a lot of people can. Well, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of It's just, it's really, I, I have difficulty playing in cut time. Wait, you play guitar, though. Yeah. <laughs> not saying you can't play drums, but, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. like, I mean, I don't think I'm that great on guitar. You're, you're all right, guitarist. But We've been writing some, we've been changing tunings lately. We've been writing some like really heavy stuff. We're trying to not necessarily do genre change. We're still trying to keep punk elements, but we're trying to see what we see what see what we can really come up with. See yeah. how like gnarly we can make it sound. Yeah, you know, take the bass still be punk, but have elements of like hardcore, hard, like post post hardcore. Yeah, like stuff like Idols. You ever heard of like mm. Idols? Stuff like that um, has been really influencing a lot of the sound. 68. 68, yeah, that's uh, Josh from The Chariot, right? Yeah, that's one of Josh Scoggins' projects. Yeah, and they're, they're a really good band. We've uh, really been really inspired by the noise rock genre. Yeah, and noise rock too. Although Dr Drewski will disagree with me on this uh, Sonic Youth. Uh, I like Sonic. Let's not even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we're we're gonna be going <laughs> with the, like we're next month. We're going back into the studio and be recording a full length uh, analog LP LP nice. on tape. And uh, supposedly it's gonna have like the a really high quality punk sound. The so, punk sound. Yeah, because like analog is supposed to have this like. Like density, when like you get distortion on tape, it's supposed to sound more like full. I guess you could say it. Hmm. It almost like distorts. Distorts. Like yeah, in a, in a way, like 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 uh, it may, it sounds more rugged. Rugged. Yeah. <laughs> it's really more cool. hairy. More, yeah. More chest hairy. Yeah. <laughs> so what is? guys' process of writing music, do you guys lay down chords first, lyrics, melody, or is it just kind of a combination it's of... It's normally the music first. We'll, music come, first, up, we'll yeah. come up with with some some some, little, some golden dynamite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some golden dynamite. Something would be like, we're just like, something that like we get lit up and get on fire with for a minute, and then we'll record it. And then we'll remember it. Because <laughs> yeah. if we don't record it, we'll lose it. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. so, sometimes. Sometimes we just play it over and over and over. I think the last song we wrote, we wrote in my room, and like we were like, okay, we got to get to the jam space right now. <laughs> and we did, and we finished it. And then just a lot of the times, it's just us just dicking around in, in the whole... In the unit and being able to go to, with like us being able to go back from one instrument to the other, like yeah. 
like we can like be like, well, why don't we do something like this, you know? And then then I'll hand the guitar over, and Caleb will be like, well, why don't we add in something like this? Yeah. And then then we see what we can do effects wise, and and then, and then no, 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 that's not. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like we, I've been backing down from effects pedals lately because it's the, uh, uh, I've been having a p- trouble with the uh, power power, on my pedals, but so I haven't been on track with it. But like, I'm just wanting to like start like getting a new pedal board, putting it back together. Yeah. yeah I'm wanting to like reassemble everything, get some new stuff. I just bought a, a, a little rat, mm-hmm. uh, and normally the rats are like, really big. Yeah, this is a little boy. This thing is like literally the size of a couple quarters, and it's like, <laughs> like that big, that and wide. And it still packs up. And it sounds incredible. Yeah. And I'm gonna be getting investing probably a Morley spring-loaded wall. Yeah. And then I'm probably gonna get a whammy pedal. That'd be cool. Nice. Yeah. And we got the cool, we got the cool cat still for you to use too. Yeah. And then. You know, like me being a drummer, I don't, I don't even know really what to say as far as that. Just, I, I just like to collect simples, <laughs> add, add on, switch out, experiment. Um, I keep keep the kit kind of basic, but other than that, um, as as far as that, I don't, I don't, I don't do too much with the drums. Just keep it pretty basic. No. Yeah. I like cool mm-hmm. guitars. <laughs> I like cool guitars. I like cool guitars. Somewhat expensive guitars. Somewhat expensive guitars. <laughs> like modern, all? moderately expensive guitars. Those are the kind of guitars I get. Don't we all, though? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, uh, I've got to have, like, a lot of cool guitars over the years, but I really like my, uh, the, my SG I'm running now, the Gibson SGJ. That thing, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice pretty cool. I, there's some things I need to do to it. I think I need to get a new bridge, get the tunematic bridge, and maybe get some Gibson, some some locking tuners or some Grovers put on it. But, but it seems to work okay right now. Yeah. No offense. No offense. Dubman, old dog. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Come in. 